Just My Opinion, the podcast. Mike Roberts, baby. My name is Ari, Ari Irizarry. Welcome to another episode of Just My Opinion, people. I'm, my name is Ari. I'm here with Mr. Mike. Good morning, Mike. There we go. Hey. Good morning, big dog. What's happening? How you doing? I'm great. Good morning, man. Look at you're looking very shiny over there. The light is hitting you right on the spot. Bing. What can I say? It's like, I put the, a fresh, it's like the heavens just open. You know, I, I just put a fresh shine on this thing this morning. Uh, reminds Ooh. me, you know. Now, maybe that's why I'm wearing a hat. Uh, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I was there yesterday. I look like George Costanza in shade for so many days. <laughs> well, I I have a reason. So, I'm going to say it here because by the time we we post this, then I'll be over there already. My mom will find out. But I'm surprising my mom. Um, I'm, I'm going to Puerto Rico tomorrow. And she doesn't know I'm heading over there. So, today is um, taking care of myself day. What is it called? <laughs> um, me a time. Treat, a treat yourself. Yeah, I'm going to shave my head. I'm going to get a mani and pedi. Right. So, so I don't. <laughs> I know. I know. It's funny. Um, with with time, I have learned to take care of myself. I always like to dress well and all that kind of stuff. But what I mean, take care of myself is I never pay for a pedicure in the past. It, it, I don't know. Five years ago, I wouldn't pay for a pedicure. Right. But now I do. I do. I have ugly feet. So the the best I could do to make him look less ugly, sign me up. Yeah, you needed a little a little small um, Asian woman to... One of my nails looks like a parrot. To take those... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I have a nail there, man. Instead of them growing longer, they're growing up. You needed a... Uh, you, need, you need a little Asian woman to... to to take those dogs to dog I do. school, I guess. They do. They they, yeah. they help me out. They hook me up. But, you know, I, I, I'm I very um, ticklish, the word. I'm having a... I'm learning... I need to learn English for this one. Is it ticklish? Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. Okay. I, 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 for the reason I only know it in Spanish, yeah. that word. Well, I don't see... You know, I will say the same. I uh, I recently got a pedicure as early as yesterday. Um, that was the first time? No. Oh, okay, okay. I go monthly. There you go. <laughs> I, yeah, I, you're too. not wrong. Look, I will say, like, we did it before my my wedding back in October. Melinda and I went. She's asked me to go get this done since we started dating. So maybe yeah. my maybe my feet were really bad. I think that's why they brought the grinder out the first time. But they, yeah. you know, and I go monthly, and they still pull it. I I I gotta say. It's a good move. You feel good. It's right. a great, and it's a great way to be like on well, occasion. It makes you look like a great husband when you just go, "Hey, babe." They love it. Ready? They love it. I, you know, what's better for me? I go both with my wife and daughter. It's like for them, and then we go for a brunch. They feel like this is the best it's day for ever. them. Yeah, they think it's for them. Nope. So, <laughs> my, I never wanted to do it because I don't like people touching my feet, besides myself or looking at my feet. So my daughter tricked me into the first time. She said, um, um, 
she wanted to go and then she said when we get there she wanted me to take her when i got there she said um it's for you i said what do you mean i said i already did the appointment i was like excuse me like you know i don't i will not take my shoes off in front of these people and she's like well dad i already did the appointment we're here and so i i did it was a lie there was no appointment damn she double hustled you yeah so it was really good and i just keep going yeah, I I'm like not gonna... I used to think it was sorry for this comment, but it's the reality. I thought it was gay. Yeah, or homosexual. No, nothing against. No, I, I'm trying to defend myself here. I'm I'm not homophobic, and no, by no means. No, but, but you I know the man, the manly thing about you. You know, I'm a man. You know, I don't do that shit. Yeah, um, I think that was holding me back. I would agree. Pride, that old little dirty thing called pride, got in the way. I know you. Mm-hmm. Can... You could you could definitely whenever I tell people I'll go get them, it is a bit of a uh, surprise to some. But I do tell people I'm like, look, man, it, it's great. You got to like you said, you got to take care of your your feet. Health is a thing. It is okay. And I don't know about everybody else in the world. Maybe everybody else is just really good with their podiatrist. I don't Shit know. Shit grows. Shit grows in those toes. Yeah, bro. You ever seen those commercials with the yellow toenails having a little foot fungus party up under there? Wow. Fucking throw down, dude! I don't want so, nothing. I don't want. I think no because of my obsession with feet, which I I have an obsession. I look at people's feet all the time at the store, anywhere I go that they're not wearing shoes. I okay. look at their feet. So on my social media, I get a lot of videos. Really? A feet? Yes. And my TikTok is all about feet. My bad feet. <laughs> oh, you got the bad feet, the pudding feet. Yes, I do. The long, feet. nasty nails. They're trying to cut it. I, that's what I get on my TikTok. How do you stop that from happening? Uh, reset your algorithm. Don't let them have access to your information. Well, what information? Just because I saw a foot one day? Yeah, bro. Did you hear about the recent TikTok? Oh, my goodness. They just read the TikTok contract out on another podcast on Joe Rogan. Okay. What? It's crazy. I don't want to misquote it, so take this with a grain of salt. If you want to hear the full thing, go to Joe's podcast. But no, um, or the but <laughs> it's a great one. But nevertheless, he read the TikTok contract out, and the TikTok contract says that they can access other devices in your home mm-hmm. that are connected with like certain emails and shit. Correct. And it's just, it's a little crazy for the data capture. So anyways, you'd have to go in there. Like, you know how some apps will ask you, is it okay mm-hmm. to use your information I, or not? And you I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And this is where I'm going to be the contradicting person. Perfect. I don't, I, I don't care. I don't care about these TikTok shit that they're going to invade your privacy or take information from you. Who the fuck am I? I agree. I, in Who the, the past, fuck am I? I uh, we're not talking about the president here. We're not talking about, you know, the, a governor. We're not talking, you know, we're not talking about the IRS here. I'm talking about Airy, really. Like you, you tell me because somebody from China is like, we got to check Airy out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, after listening to this podcast, they made this might be why they might go. You know? Oh, let's check out Airy. Mm. They got they got way too much free speech going on there. To just my opinion. Come on, podcast. right? It's ridiculous. I don't care. And you cannot talk about privacy when you post everything on social media these days. You post where you live, so that's it. They don't need to. They don't have to go. They don't have to go into settings. They just go to your account and look at your pictures where they say I'm at home. 
You got to admit, though, you got to admit, they are pretty impressive, these social media companies, whether they're from China or oh, Instagram definitely. or Facebook. It's impressive, these algorithms they have going yeah. on. Yeah, I get um, it. But I will I say I was, I was disappointed in the algorithm. Uh, I didn't have one life alert ad this week. Correct. On my no, Instagram. I'm telling you, really mine is all about feet. It. Yeah. Mine is all about feet. You know what's, what's weird is that I couldn't find like an emoji about life alert. Something, a gif or something. Nothing. <laughs> Not even <laughs> the Red Cross pops up with that. That's how bad they are. They don't even have a gif. I hope you've been getting the word out. I've been telling everybody. Yeah. Red Cross is not a good company. <laughs> you know, we're going to let Joe Rogan handle the real high-level shit with TikTok. We're going to stay down here and worry about Life Alert. And just my yes. opinion. Okay, yes. Everybody's got a lane to stay in. And just my opinion knows our lane. We're taking down the right animal. Yeah. Life Alert's getting the fuck out of here. 242 yeah, employees. So, 40 ooh. million. Remember that? Remember those facts? Mm-hmm. There is really something shady, I believe, going on at fucking Life Alert, dude. Mm-hmm. I, uh... Ooh. We should go over there. We should further investigate. That's what I want to say. We should go over there and request a meeting and do some questions. Q&A. Yeah, get a little behind the scenes. And then we should go to homes. Those in your living homes. And we should do meetings with all of them. And try to convince them to... <laughs> no. I can't find it. Let me shut up before we get in trouble. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's your money. Wasted the way you want. Yeah, exactly. I buy pedicures. You buy Life Alert. I do. I'm getting ready. I I need to get ready. I'm getting my pedicure today. So when you go, do you go for the... When you open up the little menu, do you like to get the big package? Yes. Put those rocks on my chins. Yes, the whole thing. I, I hey, you know, again, I still get ticklish because I don't like people touching my feet, and they can I by this time that it's the same lady, and she's already aware, so she tries to find a way to make it so I don't start laughing or or kicking her, because I, I've kicked her in the past, like you know, <laughs> push her away. But it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a reaction. It's not a I don't do it on purpose, and and she talks to her to who whoever's sitting next to her doing more pedicures. They talk. They talk, about toes. I, they talk about me. Well, I don't know what they talk about, but they talk about me. That's for sure. You know? Um, yeah, I'm doing all that today. I got a pack. You know? I'm just going to surprise my mom. You know? And uh, have a good time with her. When is the flight? Tomorrow in the afternoon sometime. I can't remember. Ugh. Afternoon flight. That's not bad, though. Puerto Rico flight. That's that's quick and easy. That's up and down. Two and a half. Two and a half hours. No problem. Yeah, hopefully there's no congestion in the air, and so we get there yeah. on time. I hate when you got a traffic jam in the sky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually went on a flight this past week. Had a little where turbulence. You, oh, where you go? I went to Baltimore. Turbulence. I've never really had only one time turbulence, and I and I, I thought I was gonna die, so I I was, you know, asking for forgiveness for my sins. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I know I I sin. <laughs> We uh, do. We all do. Every day. Every day. Yeah. I'm a preacher now. But, um, yeah. I, where, where do you go, you said? Baltimore. Yeah? Work? Yes. I went up there for work. I had some Krabby Cakes. Huh? 
I had some crab cakes while I was there. Oh. <laughs> Why, that's their specialty? Yeah. Baltimore is apparent, is known for their, uh, they do really good with seafood and like Old Bay. and like really? Stern- Yeah, like they're known for those, uh, those type of flavors. Like kind of similar to Louisiana. I'm going to say like, and all due yeah. respect to my Louisiana listeners here, but it is like a, like a high end. Louisiana, like, Louisiana, like Cajun style. Yeah, like there's well, a lot of respect. Well, because like, look, there's a difference, and I, but there is a lot of similarities, type of food and stuff like that. Really? But, but they don't really have like a lot of crawfish up there that I can see, but a lot more like crab. Like they're really into crab there and all this stuff. Mm. So we have never been to Baltimore. I I haven't been into the city before this past week. Like I've driven through, but that doesn't yeah. count. And uh, it was really cool, man. Um, the food was was pretty pretty good. I don't Where's know, man. Baltimore. Baltimore is in Maryland. Where's so Maryland? It's, uh, northeast. Oh, okay. So it's not, it's about the same flight distance as Puerto Rico. Quick oh yeah, to, yeah. For it's sure? like yeah, it's like two hours. for show. Sure. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was pretty cool at the end of the day it was cool but the flight dude the flight on the way back was miserable it was like turbulence you know mm. flights flights for me are always 50 50 the way there amazing flight such a great flight slept i actually slept the entire flight which never happens mm. i don't sleep in a flight i I'm never do either i never do and i'm always praying i don't know I get nervous i might i don't know I'll tell you something I did differently this past time, though, is that brought me one of those little good luck horseshoe pillows. I have, I've, I have them, but I don't know. I've never brought one because you talk about pedicure pride. The pride I have and not, you know, I don't like being the guy carrying that thing. Mm. You know, like when you walk in and like, okay, now you got to put your bags in the overhead bin. Yeah. So you see people start to like pre-neck the pillow where it's like you're wearing yeah, like true. a collar. So... I only done it one time, and it was last year for my trip to Europe. I um, because I knew I had it was so many hours of diff- well, it was multiple trips. So um, Sasha already had one, and so I decided just to get one just in case. Just you know where case. I found it mo- more beneficial. I we took a bus from 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 Orlando to uh, Miami because the flight was coming out of Miami, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we took one of these buses. The best thing we ever done. It's twenty five bucks, and they take you straight to Miami. You don't have to pay for tolls, for gas, anything. Twenty five bucks. That's what we pay. But anyway, for the trip, I ended up using one of those. It was so good. You know, the buses are like bumpy. You know, bumpy drives. Perfect, perfect for it. And uh, again, I don't sleep, but it gives you comfort. You know, so it was really good. So I always, I have one since. So I'm, I might take it on this trip, even though I don't fly. Yeah, I'll tell you, it was nice. Uh, the only downside was, like, I, I sat beside this guy that shouldn't have been sitting in the middle seat. Mm. You know? Not a plus-size guy. Not like a... Not like a... Uh, not like a, a round-shaped gentleman. But more like a... Just a big guy. It was, like, sitting next to, like, a middle linebacker for a football team. Got you. You know what I mean? And... Yeah. Nice when dude. I'm, yeah. But, nice dude. When I but moved here from Puerto Rico, I was sitting between two big fat guys. Mm. I was the whole. It was uncomfortable because they were like on me, 
from both sides, and one of them was playing his music really, really loud in his uh, earbuds. It was so loud, so obnoxious. Looks like Horrible a little trip. a rapa sandwich. Oh, when you yeah. were the you were the <laughs> <laughs> and you were the pork. Um, yeah, dollar. I hate flying. I really do. Uh, you fly a lot more because of your job. I hate flying. Um, if we can avoid it, I will. I wrote, I love road trips, but it's so complicated now to fly. There's so many things. Mm-hmm. I used to like it a lot more. Um, I think it's because now I see it as like it's just in the way. Like mm-hmm. I don't know me wrong. I'm sure that sounds pretentious. It probably you know shows how much I take for granted on flying. But at the same time, like come on guys, like I can't be the only one who sees difficulty in going to the fucking airport. Like it's so annoying. Like you have to think. Because when you go on a flight, you have to foreshadow everything. You have to think, okay, if this happens, well, I got to make sure I get to the airport on time. Am I checking a bag or not checking a bag? Because if I don't check a bag, I can get to the gate a little later. Well, wait, who are you flying? Because depending who you're flying, they have different restrictions. Correct. Spirit and Frontier, they changed the game on the fucking check bag and carry-on rules, and now you got to be there sooner. And it I just turns. Spirit. I really I do. I hate Spirit. I, I think like I think Spirit Airlines is the worst airline ever created. It is. It is. I flew from here to Vegas. Oh my gosh! So it's a long it's a long flight from. Here I to rode Vegas. that flight. I rode that flight. Horrible, and it was Spirit, and you know you cannot push your seat back. It has to stay straight the whole time, and you know me, I have a big nose, so I almost touched the the person in front of me. Yeah, bro, so, you probably felt like LeBron. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And you cannot pull your leg up, you know? There's no room for your legs or to move around. Oh, and don't try to do the don't try to do the lean forward nope. move. There's no there's no way to do it. The tray is the size of an iPad. It's bad. It is bad. Yeah. Bro. And mm-mm. when I see Spirit Airlines, I think of the movie Soul Plane. Every time. Because they have nickel and dime me. On every single thing. Like, I'm yeah. pretty sure they're installing you got to put a quarter thing to go to the restroom on that plane. I mean, you yeah. pay for everything. They charge you for everything. And, well, a, a lot of the airlines, too, they do charge you for a lot of stuff now. You know, um, I'm going to Frontier. I've never been on Frontier. So I'm flying with them tomorrow. And you got to pay for bags. You know, for, you know, you can take a carry on, but. Oh, bro, don't, you're not wrong. A lot of them nickel and dime you for everything. That's why I flew Southwest the other day. Southwest gives me, um, yeah. and you can't always fly them, but I like Southwest because they got that want to get away package where mm. you can select when buying tickets. Basically, it's like the lesser insured ticket from them or whatever. But essentially, like you can save like a couple hundred bucks. And um, their seats recline, and you yeah. can pick where you sit, and you get two check bags for free. Yeah, well, and a lot has to do with the flight, where you're going, or how long is the flight. True. If you're going, like, you're going like in my case, to Puerto Rico, it's a two-hour trip, they're just going to give you some some chips, you know? And it's a little uncomfortable. It's, it's the cheaper version of everything. Yeah, but you're there so fast, who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what your point is, right? Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's no investment on making that experience good. It's just taking an Uber, you know? Mm-hmm. Ubers take you quick to the to where you go. Do you don't have to have a good relationship with the guy with the driver? 
I'm just going to take you where you need to go, and you pay. That's it. Get hey, out. on that note, when I was in Baltimore, I had a really cool Uber driver, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, random. Yeah, you gonna give him a shout out? Yeah, bro, Muhammad. I know you hear me out there. <laughs> and Mo. my boy, Mo Mo, bro. Mo Mo Muhammad was my man, dude. He was uh he picked me up in a Cadillac right yeah. there from uh from BAL. Hey, Cadillac. Mo or has a Cadillac. BWI. BWI. There you go, Mo. And uh yeah. he was about he was about thirty. And um cool freaking dude man i actually yeah. talked to him about you uh, mm-hmm. and like you know i'm always bragging about you coming over here and fucking taking over the world and shit <laughs> and um <laughs> this guy he had he had been here from egypt and i just egypt? thought that, yeah bro this I'm guy from egypt up, he came from egypt and he was a young dude you know he had already started a business and uh uh it had went under and he's now in a new business and mm. but like it's pretty cool, bro. And then we were talking. He knew about Dubai and all this stuff. He's Ooh. like, yeah, I got family in Dubai. I said, well, mm-hmm. what are you doing in here in Baltimore, man? You know? And he, yeah, um, all the way from Dubai. Yeah. His family, fun fact, dude, this is crazy. Like, uh, he, this isn't necessarily the most funny thing, but it is pretty interesting piece of information. His family won a lottery to get, like, his mom won the immigration lottery to get over here. So, like... You have to immigration lottery. Yeah. So like the way it works for visas, whenever you're from another country, I don't know if it's just with the U S or if this is because, or if it's an Egyptian thing. So, but (laughs) what happened? Well, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know which side is I'm, I wouldn't surprise me. So anyways, in Egypt, you have to apply when applying to leave. I think this is anybody coming to the United States, but, and nevertheless, you have to apply to, to come to the United States and all this stuff. Well, there's no particular like set time, like, Hey, submit these documents. And three months later, you'll have approval. Like that doesn't happen. It's like, Hey, like submit these documents and an X amount of time. We'll tell you if you got picked or not, if you didn't, sorry, your paperwork's already in better luck next year. Okay. So his mom won. And coincidentally, the whole family could come over here. So, like, they came in, like, a drove. That's really cool. Yeah, I mean, it was pretty neat, dude. Um, Muhammad. And that joker was cool, bro. I forgot my gym shoes back at home, and he took me to the mall so I could get some gym shoes. Oh, that's nice of him. Yeah, man, me and Muhammad, we spent some time together. Cool guy, yeah. Muhammad. He had a badass you Muhammad, there's a you, you, you saw the series on Netflix, Mo? I love Mo. I'm oh, waiting okay. for the next okay. season so bad. I love you've that seen his show. Th- hey, you check out his, his stand-up? I have not watched his stand-up yet. You gotta watch it. Honest. It's on Netflix too. Uh, that's how I knew the him, uh, the the Mo um, show. When I saw it, like I gotta watch it because he's really, really funny. He's Dude. in the movie Black Adam too. Oh, he's in Black Adam. He's in Black Adam, and he's really funny in Black Adam. See, I haven't seen Black Adam yet, and I, you know what? Me and Melinda are home today. If I can, oh, but it's not out out yet. You can't rent it on Amazon. I told you, man. You you, you gotta stop. I got. I keep saying this. I got to hook you up, man. You got to stop with this, paying all these services. I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're making other people rich. <laughs> You're making other people rich, and I can hook you up. Dwayne Johnson don't need another McLaren. Right? So, he's in, actually, in one of his stand-ups, he talks about meeting The Rock, you know? And where he comes from, and look at him now. I'm doing a movie with The Rock. It's pretty cool. 
Oh, I actually can rent Black Adam. I'm going to rent it today. You see, but that's that's a waste of your money. Why would you rent Black Adam when you can have it for free? But anyway. I'll get my wife to buy it, and it'll feel like it's free. Got you. Um, <laughs> great move. <laughs> You're married, so it's, it's Yeah, but it's she's got her independence, illegal. so she's got her own bank account. There you go. Yeah, yeah. The way, there you go. That's how you, that's how you do things. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how marriage works. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mary. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Look, guys, it can't all be comedy gold, okay? No, uh, no. Yeah. How do you think I made it for twenty-two years? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um. No, but but what, I'm talking about Mo. He Mo. um he he is he is very funny. He's on that on that show. Um, it's about, it, in a way, it's about his story, you know? That show is pretty good. It's about his his life. And his stand-ups are about also about pretty much his life. So it's very, very funny the way he's, he says his stories. So you got to check him out. Netflix. I think he has like two specials on Netflix. Wow. So check this out. What? We're going to, I just Googled this up. Um, this is coming from www.whatsonnetflix.com. And on January 12th of this month, yeah. they said that we're actually, we're getting another season. Of? But of Mo. Yes, yes, it's, it's been confirmed. But, it, but it's the final season. Mm-hmm. So it's well, not remember, gonna, we're only remember getting. Remember, it's about his life. We're so, only getting two seasons out of this. Mm-hmm. Thing. I, it, I think it is a great, it's a great thing anyway. It's two seasons because again, how much you can stretch your life, <laughs> you know? I mean... You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I just I love it so more. I feel like I'm gonna end it wanting more. I'm not gonna lie. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I can't wait to see what this guy does. I'm loving the the interesting storyline of a Muslim dude and coming out of um, Texas like that. I think that that's like such an interesting spin, and it provides some self awareness. Because I'm not gonna lie, I had no clue that there was like a big population of Muslimic people or excuse me Muslim folks being um, sent to Houston when coming from other countries yeah and I'm sorry I I don't mean to say by religion I can't I just can't remember his exact um, ethnicity I apologize right I don't remember yeah I I sincerely cannot I don't want to bastardize it so I know his religion was was Muslim so yeah But, yeah, Mo fucking killed it, dude. I can't wait to see what that guy cranks out. And now that yeah. I know he's in Black Adam, like, as much as I am a rock fan, yeah. I'm going to watch it because he's in it. He, uh, uh, he he adds the the comedy in the movie. You know, all these superhero movies have a, a little funny, you know, funny parts. Did uh, you see super- the other day that Robert Downey Jr. is making a comeback as Iron Man? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty what? cool, right? Yeah, man. I think they're bringing Thanos back. Yeah, I mean, what they basically says to me is like, all right, we thought we could do this without him. Nobody's coming. We're going to need to make Downey in the movie again so we get people to show up for the theaters. (laughs) True. Well, they're going back. I'm assuming they're going back in time for for more because there's so many Avengers stories, right? Yeah, like like it's never ending. I mean, at what point, I mean, do you think, do you think your daughter's kids... And, and your son's kids will be watching a different Iron Man 
Or is it just going to be old and gray Tony Stark making cameo appearances? Well, eventually they'll find a replacement. You can't. Eventually. Uh, I well, feel they, like it, they've done, we've done it with Spider-Man. So. Yeah, but. And, the sp- <laughs> but. <laughs> he got to go. But Spider-Man. He will. I feel like Spider-Man, they learned something. Hey, we rotated that shit too quickly. And now Spider-Man's done. Our guy Spider-Man's done. Tom Holland's not doing another Spider-Man. But there'll be another one eventually. Yeah, there is. They're they're switching it to a... um, uh, They're switching the ethnicity. The gentleman is going to an African-American guy or a black guy, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Um, Multi-universe. Yeah, but the, and which is fine with me. I don't mind. It's just that, like, I feel like they've made this rotation too close together in Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like, it's about like three movies per per Spider-Man. Yeah, and like it feels for some reason it feels faster than that. Like in my lifetime, I've seen all those Spider-Mans they showed in yeah. Spider-Man: Homecoming. Yeah. Like, you know, I was just like, dude, come on. Yeah. It's really like, but when you think of Iron Man. It's just, I think it's harder to find a replacement for Robert Downey. It's not about Aaron, Iron Man. It's about who replaces him. That's True. The, that's the, because I mean, eventually, you know, he's going to die as a character. But who does all these stories that there were created in, in the Avengers stories, who, who, you know, fighting all these villains, who's going to replace him? Like, I, well, don't, I don't know. He's in his to, 50s, right? Yeah, and to a degree, you like to... Uh, you, you you like to believe, I think, that that's actually Robert Downey Jr.'s house. They're just filming a movie there. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I think like he fits that him. enigma, that, that swagger yeah. of like, I don't give he's a fuck. He's a cool guy. And then Thor, too. He's he's done. You know, he's, he's taking a break from <coughs> movies. Yeah, um, because he's worried about getting, uh, he's worried about forgetting stuff. I read that the other day. Said, it, it runs, uh, it, they did a test and... Uh, there's some signs, but not necessarily he will have it. But in case of, I'm going to take time and be with my family. Yeah. Which you can do when you have millions. <laughs> um, yeah. I if I have if I have signs of having Alzheimer in the future, I got to keep working until I don't forget how to get to work. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. If I told my work uh, that I had Alzheimer's, they'd say, "Well, forget about that diagnosis. Let's keep going." What insurance coverage you have? <laughs> Yeah, I hope you right. bought the platinum package. We, we we cannot afford to say I am going to take time maybe with my family because I might have Alzheimer when I get you know in a few but years. I think you got to look at that in a positive light and try to use that as motivation to get where the fuck you want to get. Mm. I'm by not gonna I get, probably by the time I get there, I'll be forgetting stuff. <laughs> like I have I have the energy and the passion for it. It's gonna take me a little little time. I don't think so, bro. Look at your track record. I get my first paycheck, and I'm like, "What is this for?" Look at uh, your track (laughs) record. How long you been in the? How long you you been over here on the mainland now? Sixteen years. Just turned sixteen. Okay. Sweet, sweet, sixteen. And I don't. And and if you don't mind, please stop me because I don't want to overshare. We can cut this out. Uh, But I love your story. You came over here sixteen years ago with, if I'm not mistaken. Like seven hundred bucks in your pocket. Two hundred and fifty. Two hundred and two hundred and fifty. Two hundred and fifty dollars sixteen years ago. Now I'm gonna call I'm, my company two hundred and fifty. I bet you make a lot more than two hundred and fifty dollars now. <laughs> and I'm willing to bet. Uh, you know, and when you did you came over here, it's not like you, you, you put your car in your backpack. You came over here, no car, 
no money, started from the bottom, I, and now we you, never talk about that here. We we have, but it's also a it's a lot of story, right? Like so, it's one you got to come back to, and we've got new listeners yeah. now. Like we yeah. haven't talked about our stories and we, well, until we were in the very. I can beginning. tell you. I, I told you. I can tell you. I can try to make it quick. And uh, yeah, I think I can do it. Let's do it in a timer, right? Let's see what what can I do. Yeah, I say something. Yeah, I, I've learned that with time that when you say something like that, it might help somebody. Yeah, because bro, you you think about it. You sixteen. I bet sixteen years ago you never thought you'd be bought and sold two different houses, built a brand new house, have two beautiful, successful children. By the way, that are geniuses in their own ways. It's well, they're smarter than me. That's for sure. I ain't going to lie, that second one came in, you know, he was a late bloomer, but man, he's impressing the mess out of me right now, that guy. And uh, There's more really... than me in there, but they're hungry too, so uh, that's a good quality to have. And where do you think that comes from? Where do you think that comes from, Pa? A dad that probably Papa jumped across the pond with $250 and 16 years later. No, you're going to make me embarrassed, so. No, um, you should be proud. You but are, let, let, let you me, can... um, let's talk about it real quick. <laughs> Perfecto. Anyway, so. so you know what's 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 funny about that is just these days it is a funny funny story for my kids. It's a funny story. Um, apparently, the way I talk, say it, and mention it to them, and the stuff that I went through, they they laugh about it. So they make they make me want to talk. They they want me to talk more about it, right? But um, sixteen years ago, when I was twenty, I think I was like twenty six years old. I think I was maybe. Um, anyway, um, very mature, not going anywhere, making, I'm not sure I understand. Oh, sorry. My, 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 uh, my, my, my watch. Anyway, sorry about that. I was doing a lot of mistakes, being very stupid and very dumb for a person who had two babies. Um, so it kind of, I think if, when you're a parent, it kind of hit me late, I guess that I said to myself, you got to get it together, you know? So that's when I decided to move here with no clue where was I going to Florida because I'd never been in Florida. So I was like, I'm going to United States, you know, and I ended up in Florida. Um, I had $250, I remember, which out of those $250, I used $125 for a cell phone, um, which is still the same number that I have from six. Wow, ago. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That is cool. It is my, it's the same, it's the same number. Um, I don't know. Not no no specific reason, but I never had an issue with my company. <laughs> <laughs> I never had an issue. You know, if you know people, I had to change this line because they were do, they were doing this. I've never had an issue with my phone company. <laughs> so why would I change it, right? Man. So, um, but yeah. Um, but anyway, I got here on a Black Friday. I got here on a Black Friday. I I made the decision on Thanksgiving dinner, which it was a shocker because I had my whole family there. And I told them I'm moving. I bought the ticket that night and moved here with somebody who was here. Um, when I got here, that person told me that they were moving to Puerto Rico on December 28th. So I literally had a month to get a place, which I did not have a place. The following Monday, I went to my current job, applied, and they hired me on the spot, which was which was a big deal for me. I can imagine. Also, when I applied for the job, I didn't apply for the job that I currently have. And they told me they couldn't give me that other position because I didn't have too much experience. All my experience was in retail. 
And I was like, shit, I don't want to do retail anymore. But it was the best decision because I am where I am. Yeah. It paid off, right? But uh, anyway, so I literally had a month to do something with $125. So crazy time in life, you know, my wife during that time gets a call from her father, okay, who she hadn't seen for like 20 years. Random call, and as they're talking, he said, I just moved from New Jersey to Florida. And she was like, well, my husband is in Florida right now, you know. And uh, in that conversation, she said, you know, she asked him and she said, you know, and all these years did, I've never asked you for any favor, but I'm going to ask you if you can help my husband somehow, some way um, while he's over there. He showed up and uh, he took me to his house. It was so nice because you're you're eating family meal. You know what it's yeah, like, Yeah, right? and you it tastes like home. Like. like you're eating at that point. I'm it sure tastes you're like eating home. like real. It was emotional. I still remember the whole, the food, what I ate. I remember everything. Um, cause I was eating to Dollar Tree bologna and cheese that doesn't melt uh, <laughs> because I had a, I had a Dollar Tree next to the, the motel that I was staying, uh, uh, because I was staying in a motel, which I still have the motel of what it looked like uh, and what it used to look like. But anyway, so after the dinner, he took me to his backyard and, and there under a tree, he had a car that was covered and he removed the cover and he said to me, if that car starts, you can take it. Okay car was covering leaves and shit you know bird shit and stuff the car start at one one try it started the car and i was like dying it was so emotional you know like i have a car like mind you the car had no ac the windows didn't go down no radio um anyway the car um had this thing weird thing that when it was too cold, it would not start in the morning until it get warmer during the day. Okay, so my first time it's a Puerto Rican car, it didn't want to. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's exactly. A warm weather only. It, it didn't want to start. It didn't want to start, and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to lose my job!" You know, I eventually got a little warmer in the start. So I was like, "Okay." So I learned the, a trick about it that during the night I would sleep in the car, set an alarm for every two hours, so I can start it and keep it a little warm. So that way, when I it was you know it had to time time for me to get up in the morning it will start oh my gosh right? so I, yeah i used to sleep in there and it was cold because i got here at the end of november beginning of december i was covering myself with like a, like a blanket and stuff and sleep in there and set up the alarm but anyway that car became my apartment because the person i was with went back to puerto rico so i had no place to stay so that car became like my apartment for like I don't know, three months maybe? I don't remember exactly. Yeah, in around that time. And I used to park in different places, you know. My job, my job's parking lot, a Walmart parking lot, and staying there. And I remember my wife telling me, you need to come back. And I kept saying, I, there, you know what, what's interesting about it is that I never felt that it was a, it was a problem. You know yeah, I mean? you felt like, I never hey, felt, this is me. I never felt like, oh my God, I'm look at me, I, I like I'm, I'm poor or I'm, you know, I'm homeless or so. I never felt that way. Never did. I don't know. It's because I grew up with nothing. You know what I mean? I think it, it's because you knew that going back to your brain mm -hmm. meant some sort of failure for yourself. Like, I hope I'm not saying that rudely. Like, but like, mm -hmm. yeah, no, I mean fine. that in the most respectful, positive way in the sense that like, you, you know, you realize the pressures at, of life at that yeah. point in time and how imperative it was. This was not an option that you came here 
and fucked around. Correct. This was an option that, hey, I got, I'm, I'm going here with a mission. It was almost a tactical yeah. thought process. And I think it was meant for me to fail in a way because everybody kept telling me, come back. You have family and friends here. You will never miss a plate of, of with food, you know? And I've always said, that is great that I have family that will always, always feed me. They will <coughs> feed me if I'm hungry and I don't have food on my table. They will give me food. But that doesn't pay the bills. That doesn't pay the bills. That was my mentality. Thank you for the food, but food doesn't pay the meals, the, the, the bills. So that was my, I guess, my motivation maybe. Yeah. Besides having kids. But anyway, um, yeah, that's how I, I just kept going. I saved money for, for an apartment. Eventually, Sasha made it. It never got easier. It never got easier because when the kids are here, then now we got to figure out how to be parents, have jobs, have, you know, taking care of the two babies. It was it was nightmares, like tough nights, you know, having kids and raising kids when you you have a job that pays the minimum. Well, yeah. and you're kind of starting shit. from nothing too, right? Like she yeah. didn't ship. No family, no friends. She didn't ship anything over here, right? Mm-hmm. As far as like some of your stuff. No, nothing. She ended up, we, we what we have now is memories, meaning pictures. We have a lot of pictures because we always take in a lot of pictures. We don't post a lot of social media, but we print out a lot of pictures. You know, I have boxes of pictures of the kids growing up and stuff like that. So that's the kind of memories we have. We had we, we didn't keep anything, you know, meaning, you know, a couch or anything like that. Nothing. Um, oh, that's what whatever we had, we sold it. Um, and eventually that kind of helped also for to get our things going eventually. And now you uh, but, live in a yeah. castle. I hear a Is that a motorcycle? I don't know. That was like a hot rod or something by you. In your side? That or was my your side? side. Shit. What kind of neighbor I have? Um, <laughs> well, he lives in a real classic place. <laughs> I heard I heard it. I was like, whoa, where is this coming from? We're not doing sound effects. Um, yeah, it was tough, but, you know, we, we made it. But, yeah, it ain't getting easier. I can go on and on about stories after that because it just never got easier. I had two jobs for years, for years. Um, then I, that's when I discovered I had sleep apnea for a bit, you know, because <laughs> I had a third shift and I used to fall asleep in the shift. I thought it was just because I was tired because of a third shift. No, I had sleep apnea, so I used to fall asleep at my job. Um, I went from 160 pounds to like 270 pounds. Real quick. I've um, seen those pictures. Really quick, really quick, because you're just working and eating as you go. You know? Yeah, and you're not working. You, you're not, you can't afford nutritional facts at no, that. No, there's no... You just you only can afford food, you know, and pay the bills. So there's not like enough money to do a membership at the gym. And I was very fit my whole life, and that went out the drain. You know, that's the reality. You know, so it was I, again. I can go on and on and say stories, and my kids will will randomly be watching a movie, and they will stop the movie, and say, "Hey, Dad, tell us a well, story." You and know? I think and we joke about. I it. think the big point to this is that I was trying to make, and I and I wasn't trying to be you know, off-putting or anything. I just seriously mean it like, bro, in your own way, the possibility of you, if you're one of your dreams is that you want to be a millionaire, I think what you've shown mm-hmm. the fucking world is that mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. in less than 20 years, you can get off your ass and make yeah. something of yourself if you really try. You know what I tell people stuff? When I when I talk to people, I say, don't make excuses. Shut the fuck up. Don't make excuses. Why are you putting an excuse to what you can do? You know, well, I, I, man, I work so hard, man, I got to do this, man, I got to do that. Shut up. The day has 24 hours. 
you know, manage your time. Yeah. Manage That's it. one thing you're manage good about. It. We were texting about this week was your time management yeah. is very impressive. I think that's something that, yeah. it, I don't know, it comes off to me like it's more natural for you. We all have a natural ability yeah. and, you know, of some sort. Yeah. And like, to me, you're very natural at time management. I don't know if that was something that was always there or not, but like, no, you know. It's priorities, right? So it's funny you say that because Sasha will say to me, why you got to go to the gym at four in the morning? Okay. And I've said her, I've said to her multiple times, I have to do it so I can be with my family in the afternoon for dinner. Yeah. You got to get it out of the way now. I couldn't do it years ago because I had multiple jobs and, and I had to do that for the family. But now that I'm in a position where I still work, obviously I have to, I have to pay bills, but I'm able to do my own schedule. Right. So I will do the schedule so I can be with my family. So that means I have to get up at four, go to the gym, go to work, and I'll be home for dinner. And I hope that down the line, they can understand, you know, that instead of my wife, which she, when she says, well, you're tired. Why would you go to the gym at four in the morning? I am tired, but then I'm home early and I'm with you and with the kids. You have to do it. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you got to figure out what's important. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's just cool, man. Like, I'm not, you know, I, I just, I, I really admire you for that. And, um, you know, that's just fucking cool to me. I mean, the fact that somebody can do that, I mean, in, uh, in its own way, it's it's definitely motivated me to, mm-hmm. to chase my path and what's going to happen. But there's a, I've realized that there's, you're along with you. Uh, I, I have a guy I'd love to actually, if we ever do guests on the podcast, I have another guy we can mm-hmm. talk to that kind of chases dreams. Another friend of mine, shout out to Matt Geiger. I know he doesn't care if I use his name. And uh, we came from a similar walk of life. His situation was a little worse than mine. And um, growing up, actually a lot worse at times. But we grew up in the same like bus stop and neighborhood. So like, mm-hmm. you know, we've been friends since we were in third grade. And everything that wrong that could happen for this kid happened. Like, there's just no other way to yeah. say it. And I don't want to ruin it in case we ever do get him on. But now yeah, he he got married uh, a few years ago. This is a musical guy, always into music. And a few years ago, he, he got married. And two months later, he moved to Nashville. You know, after already being, like, playing. And, and I asked him, I said, bro, why are you going to Nashville? Like, you got a great thing going in Florida. He was booked every weekend, weeknight gigs, yeah. getting paid, and he's like, "Bro, because I'm comfortable here." He says, "I know I could make, mm-hmm. I could make an extra twelve hundred, fifteen hundred bucks maybe a month in Florida, but if you go to Nashville, I can make a living." And you know, and he went out there, and now, you know, he said it's kind of the slow season, but on a regular basis, he's he, he's yeah, he's killing it, bro. This guy's playing more than five, six nights a week. And uh, he's playing gigs at every bar on Broadway in Nashville. I mean, like, mm-hmm. the big ones. the You know, the Old Red and, like, Al Deans and all this stuff. Like, he's played there. And all it says to yeah. me is, like, so between cool. stories like his and yourself, and I hope somebody listening maybe hears this and, like, whatever you're chasing mm-hmm. kind of motivates you, mm-hmm. is that if you really want it, it, it is possible. You know, that's it's just all about, like, what... What are you willing to do to get there? And I'm not saying I, I want you to put yourself through hell. 
if you're going through something, but like it is at the, you know, don't, don't cut yourself short by saying, uh, well, it's not achievable. Well, no, it's fucking achievable Mm -hmm. or people wouldn't have done it. You know what I mean? I'm just not saying it's not easy. Yeah. You know, it is not, and it's not, it's not meant to be easy. No. I mean, and, and, and real people that are going after real fucking goals, not people that are sitting at home playing sweet, playing video games and drinking sweet tea, you know, seven days a week. And hey, I can't even say that joke anymore because there's people on fucking Twitch making millions of dollars playing video games. Correct. So I mean, yeah. like, I think yeah. the real point is, is if you're going to fucking go after something, you got to go after that shit 150%. I don't care. You, have you know, to. if you want to be the best video gamer on fucking online, great push content if you want to be the best whatever you go yeah, you want to go immigrate to, go get to another fucking part of the world immigrate to another part of the world it's not mm-hmm. going to be easy could you could you imagine mm-hmm. i don't i know it's not the time to break the serious but if you dropped me in puerto rico and said mike you got 16 years to try and catch up aries american timeline in puerto rico on your own i'd be sol and you know and like i would let's be honest mike would be Exactly what you would think, you know what I mean? Because I'd probably be working in San Juan. That's where yeah. all the Americans are I, coming. <laughs> correct. Or not with yeah. I wish you could have met me when I moved here when I did not know a lot of English. Like if my, you think my English is broken right now? You had to hear me out when I got here, and I can tell you stories about that. You know what I used to do when I went when I at work, and you know. Not at the beginning. Eventually, when I got into kind of a leadership role and I got email access, computer access, um, which I don't know how. I think they went based on my work performance, not on my communication skills because, obviously, English is not my main language. Remember, I, I even sold insurance in Puerto Rico. It was in Spanish, man. I can bank some money for a while. But anyway, I wasted all that money. Anyway, the, the story is that here, I used to see... Or read emails from leaders, right? Executive executives in the company, and I used to print out that email and take it home with me and read it many, many times. Isn't that weird? I used to read it and read it and practice those hard words and read it again. And that I now this is funny. I also when I got here when I got my first TV, I had no cable, and the only show they used to have. On that, the only channel that I had was the news and South Park reruns. <laughs> yeah, that explains and I used to watch South Park. So <laughs> that explains a lot, right? That's my sense of humor there too, which is it, it was meant to be. Because when I found South Park, I was like, "That is me. That is how I joke. That's how I communicate in Spanish. I have that sense of humor." But that's a whole different story. But I used to listen to South Park and reading uh, professional emails so I can learn English. But you know what? I think that that's, I, I, at the end of the day, I'll sit here and make jokes that I wouldn't figure it out, but I think that that's what you got to do. I mean, it, how bad do you want it? You exactly. know you can go home. You know you can hang yeah. it all up at any point, like you said. Sticking it out is yeah. the hard part. And I think, you know, playing in the fucking land of discomfort is where you can find those opportunities that you never thought you could do, bro. Yeah. I mean, this whole conversation was about the concept of like, can you be a millionaire before you're old and gray? Uh, I think so. Mm-hmm. I think fucking mm-hmm. so. Yeah, you can. You know, and yeah. and look, you age well. You look great. So, like, honestly, <laughs> you're, you're going to be pushing off that side uh, for a little bit. You know, I'm starting to believe that. I'm starting to believe that. 
I had a person the other day training with me for half a day. Mm -hmm. They send this person, Eric, can you show this person how to do these specific things, right? And we are w walking some areas and we're having conversations, blah, blah, blah. And I and all of a sudden, I don't even know how the topic got into that, that came about. But I said, I have a 21-year-old daughter. And this person turned around and go, wait, what did you just say? I was like, started talking about what I was saying and eventually got again to talk about this or my daughter having a daughter. And she's like, but you said she's 21? I said, yeah, my daughter's 21. What? And she said, I don't want to know your age because that's rude. She said, and, and I said, I, I don't care about the age. What, what do you mean by that? And she's like, you don't look like, you just look like your early 30s. And I said, you know what? This training is going so well. I like you so much now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> you, I'm going to put some notes yeah, on, on yeah. your a plus, on the email that a I'm sending about you. Coco. You know? This girl's a good candidate. <laughs> yeah, she made me feel special. I'm starting to believe that I look young, you know? But again, my mom is my mom is 64 and she looks like she's 30. Yeah, but your mom's so. an animal. Yeah, in a good way. Yeah. She, uh, yeah. My goodness. So, but yeah, I, you know, I, no wrinkles. I think shit. that if you want to fucking go get a million dollars, my boy can Let's go my get boy it. can go get a million dollars. That's what I'd see. We'll have a different conversation. That's what I'm fucking... I'm getting chills right can now. You imagine? I hope people are listening to this we, getting fired up, bro, because there's some big stuff happening yeah. in both of our lives. And like, where, yes. I'm excited to see where your kids go. My God, I'm excited to yeah. see what your son does. I'm hoping we get NFL tickets. Uh, I'm looking forward to I, it. I hope so. This guy's going to have us yeah. one... Right now, your son, and I hope he doesn't mind us jawjacking about him. I hope he likes this. Uh, but three things I predict for him right now that could all three be possible avenues. First and foremost, I know his big dream is probably to play in, in professional football or sports of some mm -hmm. sort. So yeah. I really hope that works for him because I, I, unlike everybody else that says, oh, well, that's not a possibility. This kid, guys, for everybody listening... This kid's making his own fucking highlight reels because he knows what he wants to do. Kid's got his own. He's linked up with the website, of course, per parents' approval yeah. and all this fun shit. But is making his own highlight reels. When I was in high school, bro, and middle school, you had to wait on the coach and you had to be a good enough player just to get fucking recognized. Mm -hmm. So this kid, not to say he's not a good enough player, but he's doing it on his mm -hmm. own, controlling his own fucking destiny. Correct. And he's, and he's yes. producing it in the process, honing in on his editing craft. And my next thing yeah. is, this guy could also be a producer, inadvertently. Right. He could end up producing something, yeah. or he could be a fucking pro gamer. I mean, like... Yeah, this, right? So, it, but when you have this at home, you don't see it, right? So, when you say it like that, it makes it sound really cool, you know? But when I'm at home with him... He's just my son. <laughs> you know what I mean? Look, motherfucker. I don't know. Your shoes. Oh, no, no, no. I don't. I don't really. I don't. I, I. I'm proud of my kids. You know, you're proud of family and stuff like that. But you don't. I guess you don't get to get that that you see from your. Sure. You know. That's why I like to remind people sometimes. But I'm a. Some people say he's he's very determined. To your point. Yeah. Some yeah. people get annoyed with like the over positivity shit. And things like that. So people say, oh, I got too much energy or it's too much glossing over, making stuff sound pretty. But I'm like, bro, I'm not making it sound pretty. I'll be honest with you. The, the ride mm -hmm. isn't always fucking fun. But if you stay mm -hmm. focused on that fun shit of what you're trying to get to, you start to love the process yeah. of getting there. 
Like, I had a bunch of bad shit happen yeah. to me this week. And I used to really lash out. Like, not like mm. throw a hissy fit, but internally I would yeah, hang on to that. okay. And Got versus you. this week, I practiced something new and they said, and it's so simple. They said, just laugh at it. You got to laugh when these bad mm. things happen. And because in most yep. situations where you could get angry, if you were watching that on TV you and it was happening to somebody else, you would laugh in most of cases. Like mm. it was like a sitcom. Yes. So I started just laughing at when somebody's because I'm just like, hey, most of the times when something really bad happens, I mean, don't wrong if it's finances, like, haha, we went bankrupt. But you know, I don't yeah. know. If that's funny. But there's moments where you you just gotta, hey, take a step back and realize, like sometimes, like, and I know I do it too, but you know, from from the outside looking in, we have what everybody else wants. You have, and that could be for anybody in life. You know, mm-hmm. you're talking to a guy that once just was happy to have a car with bird shit, mm-hmm. no AC, fucking windows wouldn't come down. That, But that was a roof. You were thankful for that. And now, you, and not mm-hmm. to say you're not thankful now, but I'm just saying, like, it just, this Very that thankful. dream grows yeah. and grows and grows. And I just think it's amazing. Dream, gr- they grow. Yeah, bro. You know? Dream grow. Yeah, that's a good you name. Know? As long as you're not a fuck off and you weren't a fuck off. And I just don't want anybody to misconstrue that because there's a lot of people out there going, well, hell, if I stick on my bullshit. And again, yeah, yeah. no excuses. Like I said earlier, you know, what's funny. I never, um, oh, during that time, I'm a mama's boy. You know me. Absolutely. I I talk to my mom every single day, one or twice a day. And it's not just stupid conversations. We talk about life or whatever. She's advice. She's always giving me advice. And she doesn't mean to give me advice. I take it as advice. But anyway, I just realized recently, my mom was here a year and a half ago, maybe. What? Right? Around that time, maybe she was here with Mm -hmm. me on vacation. And when she stays, she stays here for a few months. As we're having coffee one night, I'm telling her that story that I just told you, right? You know what I realized? She was crying at the table. You know what she was crying? I never told her about my situation. Yeah, you never told her that you needed help. Never told her that I was going through all that. And I would talk to my mom every single day. And I was telling her the good stuff that happened to me at work, what I went to do today, what I ate, and all that. And I never never meant to do it on purpose. Maybe in my mind was happening because I don't want to give my mom, make her feel like, um, make her worried, right? So maybe that was in my mentality, like, let me not say this. But I never realized I didn't do it. Until years later. Recently. Yeah. Isn't that weird? It's, um, it is, it's amazing. And dude, I, I know that this was not planned, but you know, I just like to reinstate again, how incredibly, uh, proud of you. I am when it comes to that stuff, bro. Fucking knocked it out of the park. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I just hit my fat toe on the corner of the, you know, oh, my Damn, goodness, sorry. Bro. You got to get those, you got to get those dogs tamed. We got to let, <laughs> we got to let, we got to let Lynn work on those things. We got to let you get going. Look, you're tearing up. I have I thought, a tear coming out. Oh my God, I hit myself so hard. I think I lost my toe. I thought it was a good episode. Now he's tearing up because he towed. <laughs> I was the knife, Dan. Oh. It hurts. I'm sorry. Uh, you're okay, bro. <laughs> it hurts. It's like beating right now. It's a heartbeat. You ever felt like you have 
body parts that have like a they have a heart in there because when you hit it's like boom boom pulsating boom, boom. so bad <laughs> yeah anyway i'm literally crying i hurt Aww. yeah we'll have to dub that into the <laughs> intro that's what we should dub in <laughs> just my opinion i'm literally crying it hurts <laughs> i'm literally crying it hurts it hurts my fat toe anyway man we didn't talk about any movie. We didn't, but I hope you fucking but, are motivated as hell on this episode. I hope you do. Yeah, you are. It's going to be a great day. It's a good Sunday. Yeah, and I hope people listening, man, like hear that shit. And I really do mean that. Like, I know this is really abnormal for us like to get on a motivational kick for a show, but like mm-hmm. this podcast yeah. is a pure example of fucking yeah. go get it. Like, Ari hit me up yeah, always, one yeah. weekend and was like, hey... Let's figure this out. And we have had a lot of trial and errors with our podcasts. And it's gotten better. It's getting better. You know, like oh, now, yeah. Yeah, you've yeah. you got me inspired. I was. I even told Melinda, I said, I want multiple podcasts now. I want to start a whole other podcast. I was like, I love podcasting. So it is, uh, yeah. I wouldn't have known that if you never asked me to do it. So I, I, you know, again, very much so you should feel like you've made an impact. And that's what matters. Yeah. Same with you, man. So. We do this together. Bro. We do this together. <sighs> that's what we're here for. We motivate each other. What a podcast. Yeah. What a yeah. fucking cast, Thank baby. You. I know. On that note, I think we're going to finish. I it. think we are. And before right. we do, before we do, a quick word from our sponsors, Jersey Mike's. <laughs> <laughs> if you're... <laughs> <laughs> if, if you need the fuel for that motivation, go to Jersey Mike's and try their famous classic Philly, now offered in chicken. <laughs> oh my god, now offering chicken. I'm crying again. <laughs> Alright, bro. Oh my god. Thank you, See man. You, bro. Thank you, everybody, for listening. That's funny. Talk to you later.